Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome again to our humble little Growing in Grace podcast. Joel and Mike, uh, the Cap and the Breeze Man. And we are getting set to um, share about the love and the grace of God. It's uh, to us not just any old topic. Really, this is life. God created us and gave us life. And that life is made up of his grace and his love, his mercy, his kindness, his goodness. It all factors in to everything we do and everything that we are. And so that's why we focus so much on this, what people call this subject of grace. But to us, it's it's life. So how's Mr. Kapler doing? Oh, just fine. Just fine, Joel. Thanks for asking. We've been talking about the subject of Jewish people and Gentile people. And generally speaking, Gentiles are non-Jewish people. Most of us would fall into that category. And we're trying to set up some things here. We've just been talking about it for a couple of weeks, really, but sort of laying a foundation. Because a lot of people, again, today in our society, in our culture, uh, our Western civilization uh, mentality that we have with the Bible, many of us anyway, really, we haven't grasped, we haven't been able to um, lay hold of the idea of how the, the gospel played out the way that it did through the, the pages of Scripture, how it was brought into existence through the Jewish people, starting out back in, in the days of, of Moses and even before that with Abraham, and then through the Old Testament pages into what we have now in the New Covenant. There just There's so much that we need to begin to understand in order for us to realize what has been given to us in, in the New Covenant. So that's kind of the, the so-called topic that we're on here right now and helping people understand that because, like we said early in the, in the series, most people have no idea of this idea between Jew and Gentile. And we even referred to how a lot of people don't realize that they're Gentiles. When they look in the pages of Scripture, they just think that the Gentiles were really bad, ungodly people. And that's how they were viewed from their Jewish perspective. You were even mentioning the the woman who who came to Jesus looking for some help, and uh, Jesus basically referred to her as a dog. Uh, And she said, well, even the dogs get crumbs. And she demonstrated faith with that. And that was different than what the Jews had been pursuing through the works of the law. You know, and and again, just a reminder that Gentiles were never given the law. They were never under the law. It was only for Israel and and Jewish people who were abiding under that Mosaic law. So what do you say, Joel, when somebody says, well, you guys are just talking about the Jewish laws. We, We know that those don't apply to us today. But... There are the Christian laws that are clearly written in the New Testament. Well, you know, I would ask them, could you define those for me? Well, they're the Ten Commandments. Those are the Christian laws. I mean, that's generally what you're going to hear from some people. And then, well, okay, so why are you asking me this question on a on a Saturday while you're picking up sticks in your yard and clearing out brush? Why are you telling me that those are the Christian laws when you're obviously— not following the Sabbath. <laughs> well, well, the Sabbath is Sunday. Oh, so you've changed the law. So you're not going to pick up sticks tomorrow, right? And so it continues. I mean, the, <laughs> the saga would continue. Basically, what I'm saying is that 
people have this idea that as Christians we're under the Ten Commandments. And and then they'll say, well, there's all there are some other laws that we're supposed to be under, and so could you define those? And so they'll quote something from the Old Covenant, and then I will come back to them with, well, what about in that same passage that you're quoting something from, it says that you should not wear clothes of mixed linen, you should not sow your field with mixed seed, um, you shall not have any tattoos, um, you shouldn't eat pork, you can't eat shrimp, you can't eat lobster. Well, those ones we're not under. Yes, but right next to that, there's other verses that you say that we're under. Uh, so anyway, it becomes really confusing, because a lot of these legalists, they will, they will accuse us, grace people, of picking and choosing which laws we're under, when really they're the ones that are picking and choosing which laws they're under, and we're saying that we're not under any of it. Oh, well, then you can just go out and do whatever you want. You can go murder. You can go steal. You can go commit adultery. <laughs> and and, and it, you see the back and forth that goes back and forth and back and forth when the bottom line is that the ministry that we're under isn't any of the 613 laws or any of the thousands of new Christian laws <laughs> that Christians have come up with. You can't dance. You can't smoke. You can't chew. You can't go with women who do. You know, that type of thing. Instead of being under that law, we have the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us, and the Holy Spirit will never lead us uh, into anything that is against him. So how's that for a mouthful, Cap? You asked me a question, and that's what you get. <laughs> I think you should go into politics, <laughs> except that you did answer my question. I tried. Um, so you might not make a good politician. I did my best. Um, yeah, so there you have it. The, the Jews under the law, we Gentiles— before and after the cross, never under the law, we came to righteousness by grace through faith. And the Jews come that way too now after the death of Christ, but previously they were pursuing that righteousness through the works of the law and were unable to attain it. Even though they were pursuing it, they didn't pursue it by faith. And we who were not pursuing it attained to that righteousness uh, because it, it was, as you said last week, Joel, it was it was uh, received by us by grace through faith. And so we were invited in, even though we weren't under the law, after the death of Jesus, we were invited in. See, that, that was the big deal. When, when Jesus told the 11, what would be considered the 11 apostles, and he was sending them out, the big deal here was he was sending them out to all nations. They were going outside of the fence where, where they had been residing all of their life go and give this message of good news to everyone. Uh, I don't even think they really understood what that meant at, at first. As we can see in the book of Acts, there were still some doubts and speculations about what the Gentiles would be allowed into. But the fact is that, as, as we've been talking about from Ephesians chapter 2, we've been merged together, the Jew and the Gentile, into one new man in Christ. And so that's the good news. You see, because under the law... There wasn't any good fruit being born there. It was fruit for death. We have been considered, even those of us who were never under the law and the Jews who were, we are dead to the law. Christ was the end of the law to all who would believe. And so um, that's where we're at. But I think you wanted to jump into Romans chapter 2 here, Joel, before we run out of time. Yeah, yeah, because there's a verse, well, there's several, but one in particular in, in Romans 2 that has to do with all this, that it for years it confused me 
until I indeed began to see this Jew and Gentile theme in the teachings of Jesus, in, in the ministry of Jesus, and in the writings of Paul. I'll just jump into Romans 2, verse 12. For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. That confused me because I thought just a chapter later, Romans 3.20, Paul says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Okay, so I understood that part. We get the knowledge of sin through the law, but but in one place, he says, it's only the doers of the law that are justified. And then in another place, a chapter later, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified. And so you have to do a little uh, digging and, and understand the bigger point that Paul is making. He's talking about Jews and Gentiles here, and if you get the big picture, going from the gospel, Romans 1.17, the gospel reveals God's righteousness, and it's a righteousness that comes apart from law. He's, he's wanting to make this point that, as I read last week, Paul had said, when he talked about how the law is not of faith, he said, the man who does them shall live by them. It's a very similar thing to what he's saying here in Romans 2.13, for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. To boil this down, if you are going to be justified by the law, you have to do it. You can't just have the law, like the Jews had the law, but they had to be doers of the law. The problem was, was that they were not doers of the law. They were seeking righteousness by the law, but they did not attain to it because they couldn't do it. They ended up being not doers of the law. Gentiles, Paul says, on the other hand, if they did think, for when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law unto themselves who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. And so the thing is, is that Gentiles, sure, a Gentile could, uh, could live his whole life and never steal a thing. And a Jew could have the law and yet steal. Both, the point is here, both are sinners because nobody, nobody keeps the whole law. He um, leads up to chapter 3 where he says, therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's really the point. Whether you're a Jew who had the law, you didn't do the law, though. And with, whether you're a Gentile who didn't have the law, sure, your conscience would accuse you or excuse you, but in the end, you're still a sinner. You've still missed righteousness by what you do. All of these people, both groups, Jew and Gentile, can only receive the righteousness of God by grace through faith. About a minute left if you want to wrap anything up. Well, and a reminder, I mean, James said that if you fail at one aspect of the law, if you break one command, you're guilty of having broken all of them because they all came together as a package. Right? Mm -hmm. It was a package deal. Break one, you're guilty of breaking all of them. But here's the danger 
of getting caught in verse tunnel vision. And I, I'm not going to come down on people who are memorizing verses, but you, you better, you know, do it with some some care because we have a lot of people out there memorizing verses out of context and it, it messes them up in their mindsets and in what they believe. As you were referring to, Joel, Romans 2.13 is a great example of that, mm -hmm. for it is not the hearers of the law who are just before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. But keep reading. Yes. As you pointed out, keep reading. In, in, in Romans chapter 3, Paul said it is, it is not through the law that we'll receive our justification. So, you, you, you know, it's, it's the context, getting the big picture here. And uh, be careful when you're going through the forest of the Bible. You, you might step into a verse and not be able to get out of it. Yeah, indeed. That's a good word picture right there. So uh, the Gentiles, they were never given the law. And Jews, they were told, do the law or die. And, of course, there was no doer found. Well, we're going to jump into 2 Core 3 next week. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, the ministry of death, the ministry of condemnation. We're going to be talking next week about how the letter of the law kills, but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, gives life. That's next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.